Okay, so we're picking up to the first words on Kufta Zayin Aleph. Just to review, the Gemara said yesterday a case where there's this person named Yitzchak Reish Galusa, who's the nephew of Rav Bibi, that he was traveling from Kurtava to Aspamia, and he passed away. So they sent a messenger with that message to Aspamia, that, that, uh, to Kurtava, wherever the place was that he lived, that Yitzchak Reish Galusa died. Now there was only in that town one known Yitzchak Reish Galusa, so, uh, the Gemara says, so the question is, can the wife remarry based on that? So, Abayah said, no. We're concerned that there may be two Yitzchak Reish Galusas who happen to be traveling, and maybe people don't know about them, whatever, because it's possible you can't remarry based on that. And Rabbi says, no. Why, why, what's the, if you don't know of two of them, and you have an obscure name, the guy, all the, basically everything, everything checks out, just, you can remarry. So we ended yesterday with Rava bring a raya that we're not concerned of swapping. You could rely on it. What would Rava say? Rava said that there were two shtaris in Mechuza that said one was a loan document by Chavi bar Nanoi, one was a loan document by Nanoi bar Chavi, and and the people showed up to court were Nanoi bar Chavi and Chavi bar Nanoi, and apparently that was a common name in Mechuza, and yet Rava Baravua, Rabba Baravua used it. See, why isn't he concerned that there's another guy who has the same name? The answer is, the guy, everything checks out. If everything checks out, well, we're, you know, we're going to let it go. Well, that's the thing also. So, so that was Rav's proof. So how does Abaya respond? Because Abaya is concerned of multiple people having the same name. So why is it that Rabbi Ravua would collect a debt based on a guy showing up with that name? Maybe there are other people who have that name. So the Gemara says, Abaya Tab of design. He says, He says, I, I, what, what are you worried about? You see, the case of the, the remarrying, what are you worried about? You're worried that there's two Yitzhak Reish Galusas that have the same name and their wives have the same name. And this person that died is not, and, and, meaning, and the wife is going to remarry based on the wrong husband's death. That's the concern. But says Abaya, in the case of the loan document, what are you worried about? So let's, let's go through the options. What are you worried about? Again, a guy shows up to court. Let's pick names that we found. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm going to pick your name just because it's a common name. Menasha Weiss shows up. I don't know if it's common, but Weiss is a common name. No, Menasha Weiss shows up to court with a loan document and says, hey, I'm owed $100, and it says Menasha Weiss on it, and they collected it. And you see, it says, said Rava, you see, why aren't we concerned there's another Menasha Weiss that also had a loan, you know, and, 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 and it's the wrong guy? What you, uh, uh, evidently, we don't. Says so Abayah, like, what are you concerned about? How did you get the document? Right? It's, not, it's not like a guy shows up and says, Menashe Weiss is owed money. You have a document. So you have the document. So there's three ways you could have gotten that document. You could have found it on the floor. Right? right? We're worried that you have a document that says Menashe Weiss is owed money. Your name is Menashe Weiss. So what, what, oh, we're collecting the money. Why aren't we concerned that what? That it really belongs to someone else. Then how'd you get it? So Abaye says, well, how'd you get it? Elin Afila, Mizer Zarebe. I'm not worried about someone, another Menasha Weiss dropped the document and another Menasha Weiss picked it up. It's like a bizarre world. Like that's, that the likelihood of doing that is, is minuscule. And also, that's his responsibility to hold on to his document. Okay, so you're not worried about that. What are you worried about? Picodon. Maybe you're actually watching the document for someone else who has the same name. Do you want to know why that's not going to happen? No one would let someone who has the exact same name hold on to a loan document. You'll let 
Adam watch it, but you're not going to let your other friend, Menashe Weiss, hold on to your document because you know that it could lead to problems. So we're not worried about it falling because people don't just drop loan documents. You're not worried about that he lent it to someone because you wouldn't do that. So what are you worried about? No, no. So the Gemara says the last concern is the only concern would be let's say you really didn't make the loan document. It was really a different person that has the same name. How'd you get it? He gave it to you. He, was, he gave you over the rights, meaning he was trying to actually give it to you that it should be yours, but you didn't make a Kenyan Chalipin yet. Meaning, meaning, I have a loan document. I want to give it to you. That means that you could collect, right? Especially if we have the same name. It's easy, right? Why, so I give it to you. Because I want to be a nice guy, or I don't know, I owe you money, whatever it is. So I give it to you. Maybe and how do you how do you how are you makna um, obligations? So we know by weddings we're makna obligations by Kenyan Khalipin. But let's say you didn't do the Kenyan Khalipin yet. So it's not actually yours yet, but you're collecting it. Maybe that's the concern. The concern is you showed up with a loan document that has your name. I how'd you get it? You didn't find it on the street. No one would lend it to you. The answer is the guy who has the same name as you wants to give it to you, but he forgot to do a Kenyan Khalipin yet. First of all, so it's like, what's the likelihood of that? But the problem is, Gemara says even more than that. The opinion of the Chachamim is that you don't need a Kenyan Chalipin. Merely handing over the document enough, alone, is, is enough to make a Kenyan. Meaning at weddings, we do a Kenyan Chalipin. The Rabbanon actually hold you don't have to do that. Just handing over the Ksuba is enough. Handing over the, you know, the Tanoim is enough. So therefore, what are you concerned about? So Abayah's response is, in general, I am concerned of a confusion. But in the case of a loan document, Abai is like, I've checked, I've, I've looked through every option. I, there's nothing to be concerned about. And because of that, there's, uh, there, there's no halachic problem. Okay. Vaitin the Gemara. So, the following case. Hahu gita, the ishtakach basura, they found a get in Surah. Okay. In the city of Surah, they found a get. Now, by the way, um, this get... Okay, I'll tell you the case first, and I'll explain. Uksiv behachi. It says in the get as follows: Besura masa ana in the city of Sura. I anon barchia nardoi. Anon barchia from the city of Nardoi, meaning I originate from Nardoi. I live in Nardoi, but I in Sura wrote the following get: Potris vitarchis polenis intesi. I uh, divorced my wife uh, Sara, whatever. So anon barchia divorces his wife Sara. Now they found this document on the floor. They want to return it to the wife as a proof that she's divorced. Now, by the way, how do you know that... Why do they want to give it to her as a proof she's divorced? Because she, she doesn't want to be stuck. She wants to be able to be... But, well, don't we make the assumption that she, had a, that she has some other document that says that she's divorced? No, this is the get. She dropped it. So when did they come up with the receipt of the get? They don't give the get. So there's a shy of when they do. They do receipts. They don't do receipts. It happens to be... Well, when the, did they start? I'm not sure, but the Risha, it's a shayla in the Gemara of whether they did. It's, it was Machlegas different Minhagim, different towns. It's Machlegas reviews in the Rabbanon. But the point is, my father's, I think, I don't know if you're touching on this, but like, how do you know that the husband actually gave the get? Maybe he wrote it. Maybe he wrote it. No, so, so uh, the Rishana explained they would put like some sort of um, like stamp or like uh, the equivalent of like, uh, like, a, like, like a, a, a punch, like they would punch a hole in it. That was, it was clear that it was already delivered. So the point is, it's clear from the document that it was already delivered to the woman. So it was dropped by her. So, this again, the document says that in the city of Surah, that's where the get was written, Anon Barchia from Nardoi divorced his wife. So, they went to Nardoi. There was only one Anon Barchia who had a wife who had the same name. Easy, right? But, 
the Gemara says, Bodku Rabbonan Mesura Arnadoi. They decided to look it, it, from Surah to Nardoi. Oh. The get was written in the city of Surah. Yeah? They checked from Surah Nardoi. There were two, there's only two Anon Barchias that have wives that have the same name. One was in the city of Surah at the day. So that checks out every box. There was another Anon Barchia who witnesses. Uh, witnesses testified the day of the Getz writing was in Surah, not it was in Nardoi, not Surah. So just to make it easy, um, they find a Getz that was written in Brooklyn, and a certain name, uh, Moshe to Rachel. They looked all of New York. There was only one other Moshe and Rachel who has the exact same name as that. But that day he wasn't in Brooklyn; he was in Queens. So it's not him because he wasn't in the right. So give it to the guy. Meaning there's two, one has the same name, same wife's name, in the right city at the right time. One has the same name, same wife's name, in the wrong city. So, give it to the one who has the right city. Now, we had before, Machlekes, Abay and Rava, are we concerned of two Yitzchak Reish Galusas? But over here, Abay and Rava have a reverse shita. So the Gemara says, um, I know, I'm Rabbi, my boy Basura. Abaya says, even though I was concerned before about two Yitzhak Reish Galusas, I'm not concerned over here. Why? Because witnesses testify he wasn't in the city at the right time. So Abaya says, even I'm like skeptical, I accept that in this case you give it to the guy. But Rava says the opposite. Rava says, no, I'm over here more skeptical. I'll tell you why. Because there's a different one who has the exact same name. Meaning in the other case, you're just theorizing, maybe there's two Yitzhak Reish Galusas. Maybe they... This, I know there's two guys who have the exact same name, who have the exact same wife's name. What's the issue? You're going to say that the witnesses testify he wasn't in the right city at the time. I can answer that in three ways. Fast camel. Fast camel means maybe, you know, witnesses testify that on Tuesday when the get was written, he wasn't in Brooklyn, he was in Queens. Oh, well, maybe he got from Queens to Brooklyn super fast. I, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Based on, you know, it's like, hey, they... The get was written at 1 o'clock in Brooklyn, and he was 12.20 in Queens. He made every light. Right. Number two, maybe he used uh, Shem Hashem to fly. Is that what it says? Yeah, I'm just saying outside. And the third one, which is the most obvious answer, is that you don't have to be present to write a get. If you're Memana Shluchan, right? If you appoint... Oh, why would you write the city? Huh? You write the city. No, because, oh, because the halacha is you write the city based on where it's written, not based on where the husband is. Okay. Meaning, if the husband is in Queens... He could actually appoint Shluchim and appoint a Bezdin and say, listen, go to Brooklyn, write a get for my wife. Yeah. So the fact that he's in Brooklyn, a Queens, and not in the area of the writing, is actually not a proof at all. So Rubba's like, I'm skeptical. Even though I'm not normally skeptical, I'm skeptical in this case. Rubba says, I'm skeptical in this case. Why? Dilma bigamla parcha. I, how do you get from the place where he was? How do you get from Nardoi to Sura? Maybe there was a fast camel. Inami bikfitza. Or maybe he jumped and Rashi says, Aide shame. He used the shame Hashem to, to fly. Inami, mili mosar. Or perhaps he appointed Shluchim to write it for him. And they write in the get where it's written, not where the husband is. Rav Huna once told Sofrim, when you're in Shili, Bishili, you write where it is. Meaning, even though I'm not in Shili, write when Shili. Even though Hini and Shili were two different cities. So he says, even though I'm telling you to write the get in Hini, 
When you're in Shili, you write Shili, meaning you, the husband does not have to be present. And you write where it's written, not based on where the husband is. Okay, so we said yesterday, just to conclude, we had yesterday a shayla with sesame seeds, right? The shayla was that a man lent 10 pounds of sesame seeds. Uh, he, he asked him to watch 10 pounds of sesame seeds in the corner. A week later, he says, I'd like my sesame seeds. He's like, no, you took them. Wait a minute, there's 10 pounds over there. He says, no, uh, you took 10 pounds. I put exactly the same amount. The question is, do we believe the guy who deposited or do we believe the owner of the house? So the Gemara says, we had a back and forth, but we never had a conclusion. My have Allah b'shim shimi. What's the answer? So, it's a machlegas, and the halacha is that we're concerned that he swapped it out, and therefore, the person who deposited the sesame seeds will not be able to get it because he's trying to take it away from the other person, and the other person has an excuse, and that's it. Okay. The Mishnah then said that we will not believe a wife if there's fighting between them. We talked about the war time, but we said, let's say it's peacetime, but there's war at home. Because if there's wars at home, we don't believe her. Now the question is, what's the definition? I mean, it means that the Bezdin or the people around know that there's problems at home. What's the definition of problems at home? Everyone we don't fi- believe her that he's dead. Correct. Now listen. Why? Ev- because she would have a reason to want him dead. Well, that's one reason. The Gemara is going to ha- talk about it. Either we're just worried that she's straight up lying because she wants him dead, or uh, she sees him shot and she's not going to like. You know, she saw that he was dying and she didn't, like, investigate fully because she's like, I don't care. Either way. Um, now, the question is, what does it mean fighting at home? Everybody fights. No. <laughs> no, except, except obviously, for our my, my house, there's no fighting. But yeah, but yeah. everybody fights a little I bit. Mean, so it's like, what what's the definition of, like... I don't know what uh, fighting Exactly. So... Oh. Which is part of the problem. So, uh, so the, 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 uh, no, the, the point is, everyone has a little bit of arguments. So what's the definition? What does she have to say? What words have to get out of the argument that triggers, there's a fight at home? So the Gemara says, it's very funny back and forth. What's considered a fight? If she says, I want to get divorced, that's it. If she says the words, I want. The di- I want the divorce. That's it. So the Gemara says, Kulunami Everybody says that. <laughs> Which is funny. The Gemara says, Every woman says that in the middle of a fight. I want a divorce. That, that, that's, that's common occurrence. Meaning that's not enough. <laughs> we need something more. So the Gemara says, Okay. Not that she says she wants a divorce. She, st- she tells the husband, You divorced me. That's Meaning it's so bad that you've, we've already done it. So, okay. Now, that's obviously a higher level of aggression. Now, here's the problem. The halacha is that if a woman says to her husband, you divorced me, we actually believe her. <laughs> so it's not enough to say that it's a fight. The marriage is over. If a woman claims to the husband, you divorced me, we believe her because we don't assume that she would lie to his face. So you're saying you're saying that a fight level that we don't believe her to say that her husband's dead is if she says the husband divorced her. If she says the husband divorced her, they're divorced already. Marriage is over. What are you worried about the death part? The Gemara says... Uh, uh, the but then then you should believe her. So if she says that they were actually divorced, it can't be that she says divorce me because everybody woman says that when they're fighting. So she says no, we were divorced. If she says we're divorced, then they're actually divorced. So the Gemara says here's the case. She says you divorce me in front of those two people. They ask those two people and they say it's not true. So therefore, it's clear that this woman that says 
In the middle of the fight, she says, she says, in the middle of the fight. In the middle of the fight. Correct. Meaning in the middle of the fight, she says, this is why we got divorced, because I hate you. And that, this is why we got divorced in front of in front of uh, Adam and Elias. I mean, that's why. Meaning, and you claim in front of, I don't know, Bezdin, Aiden, whatever it is. And then you ask, and so that's what she yells at in the middle of the fight. They ask them, and they say, D- D- were you Aiden? And they're like, no. So, that's Meaning, so, so the point is, so they, so it's not just that she claimed. Meaning, if she claims she got divorced, we believe her. She claims she got divorced in front of a specific Aiden. Those Aiden did not back her up. Therefore, we don't believe her, but we believe that the marriage is not good enough that we don't believe her story anymore. So the Gemara says, My time, a dictator, this is the question my father asked before, which is, if the woman, they're having a fight in the marriage, whatever the definition is, right? in this case, whatever, we don't believe her if she says her husband dies. Why? So the Gemara says, Rav Hanina, says, we're worried she's lying. Meaning, she, he's away at a business trip, and she just says that he's dead because she hates him, and she doesn't want to be involved anymore. That's the most obvious answer. Rashi says, the reason why, we're not going to say that she's going to outright lie, but we're concerned that she'll make assumptions. Meaning, he was dying of cancer in the hospital, and instead of waiting for him to actually die, she was just like, he's probably going to die. So it's not like she's making up, like he's not like he's a healthy person, she just made up the story. She extrapolated. Which in a healthy marriage, they wouldn't do. But in this marriage, it's pretty unhealthy. Now, by the way, a higher level of aggression is to outright lie when the person's healthy. He's in, you know, Puerto Rico on a, on a beach, and she's like, he's dead. To do that, you have to really hate the guy. To extrapolate, eh, you hate him, but you don't hate him, you know what I mean? It's it's a certain level of hate to, to just make up that the guy is dead when he's straight up alive. So the Gemara says, "My benayu." What's the difference between these two uh, uh, two uh, concerns? Either outright lying or extrapolating. Go to the next page. What if she? What if he started the fight? I mean, this fight that led to the divorce or the fights in general is started by him. So she doesn't. She obviously is unhappy. She doesn't hate him because she's never the one who starts it. So because so if you're concerned, if if he always starts the fight, we assume that she doesn't hate him. She just really doesn't like him. So therefore, she'll extrapolate, but she won't make it up. If she's the one who starts the fight, then we'll actually concern that she made it up. Okay. Fight in the Gemara. What if one aide, we had this yesterday, what if one aide comes forward and says that the husband's dead when we know they were fighting in the marriage? Meaning we don't believe the wife, but do we believe in aid echad? So what's the shaila? If the reason why we believe one aid is because he's not going to lie about something that will eventually come out, so he's not going to lie that the husband's dead if he knows that it's not true, so we believe the aid echad, even though there's fighting, he has no interest in lying. Or perhaps the reason why we believe one witness is because deep down we know the witness relies on the fact that the wife will look into it. As we know, the wife's responsibility is to investigate. In the case of a fight, she's not investigating. So therefore, we shouldn't believe one witness either. Teiku, we don't know. Okay. Next step in the Gemara was Rabbi Huda's opinion in the Mishnah was we only believe a wife to say that her husband died. Whether one witness is believed if he claims that the husband died when we know there's a fight in the marriage. The Rav Yehuda's opinion is that we do not believe the wife to say that the husband died if she's not crying and her clothes are not ripped. Meaning she has to be visibly uh, upset. If she's just like super chill about it, then we're not going to believe that. That's Rav Yehuda's opinion. So the Gemara Sekasha, 
Tanya, Amr Leila Rabbi Yehuda. The Rabbanon said to Rabbi Yehuda, because the Rabbanon disagree. They, they don't care how she acts. But listen, people people act different ways. Yeah, different emotional reactions. So she, they're just like, they disagree. But this is their response to them. They said, according to you, then a shaita will never be able to remarry. Why? She cries all the time. <laughs> meaning, meaning well, this is like an opposite extreme. Like, you're looking for someone who's like crying and, 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 and visibly upset. There are people that are visibly upset all the time. So she can't remarry because you're like, well, you look the same as you did yesterday. What's the answer? You can't get into people's heads. Okay. Now the following story, which is a funny story. I think Gavin, Gavin, when he hears this recording, will like the story. The Gemara says, There was a woman who went to Rabbi Yehuda's Bezdin. Now again, Rabbi Yehuda feels that you got to cry and you got to... Now she wasn't crying. So, Omri lo safti balecha karimanecha sisimaziecha afu sisimaziecha. The rabbanon turned to her before she went in and said, "Rip your clothes and start crying." Meaning, you got to put on a show, Rabbi Yehuda. If you want, <laughs> you got to put on a show. <laughs> the rabbanon, yeah. So the Gemara said, "Oh, alfu shikra." They're lying. Were they trying to make her like? Uh, false testimony. The answer is no. Inu karabonon sfir lehu. Amri tabarachi dechalishli. They held like the rabbonon. They held that she's mutter, and this whole thing is not necessary. They were just giving her advice. Listen, between us, you mutter, but you're going into Rav Yehuda. You want to make it easy on yourself? Start crying. I mean, they would never do this if it was an outright like against halacha. But from their perspective, it's completely unnecessary. They're just saying, listen, we'll 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 marry you off now. But you're going into Rabbi Yehuda's Bezdin. You want him on your side. You better start crying. Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe she was in that town. Maybe that, maybe that was what they're telling her. It's an interesting. It's a very interesting case of why they would do that and why it's allowed. Okay. Huh? Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but, but the, yeah, it's interesting. Now, you're like I'm right. I know I'm right. So I'm just gonna. Yeah, no, but the difference is that halachically, halachically, she's right. Now, let me preface the next Mishnah. Very easy, and that is the whole source that a woman can remarry based on her own testimony is rabbinic, obviously. Where did it come from? So there was a specific story that happened that led to it. The story was that a woman was harvesting with her husband in the fields with farmers around, and her husband got bitten by a snake and died. She came to, she came to court, testified. They looked into it. She was right. And they said, oh, you know what? We're going to start allowing women to remarry based on their testimony. I'll explain why, um, what motivated that. Fine. The Machlekes Beishamei Beishillel, if that's the source, so Beishillel says, it's got to be like that story. Meaning, you can't just apply it to other cases. Beishamei says, no, all claiming the husband is dead. Meaning, the question is, do we model it exactly after the story? Or do we say, no, nah, any, any time when she testifies her husband died, that's enough. Let's see the Mishnah. The whole source that a wife can testify about her husband's death is it has to be that they're coming from a harvest and it has to be that it's within the same location like the story. Now by the way, Rashi explains look at Beishamah, I'll explain. Beishamah says according to you it has to be it has to be wheat because the husband died in a wheat field and not an olive orchard. It could be an olive orchard, it could be a wheat field. Achas Medina Medina. It could be from country to country. That was just the case, but it, it applies to all scenarios. And Chazu Beis Hillel Harisk Very rare occurrence, but Beis Hillel agreed with Beis Now, by the way, I just want to explain. It makes no sense to say 
that Beis Hillel was stuck in saying that it has to be that the husband dies in a wheat field as opposed to a cornfield. That, that makes no sense. So Rashi says, Beis Hillel never felt that way. Beis Hillel obviously was cool with all forms of testimony about a husband's death within the location. Well, Beis Hillel had one stickler, and that was, it has to be that both people are in the same city. I'll tell you why. A woman comes in Queens, God forbid, whatever, fake scenario, blah, 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 poo, 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 whatever it is. Right? A woman in Queens comes forward and says to Abesdin, my husband died, to Rabbonim that she sees every week. To, it's much harder to lie. So Basilio says, that was the story. The story was, she was in one location. You, you have a woman that comes in from, from, uh, from Bulgaria and she says, hey, my husband died and this is the testimony. And they're like, okay, you're right. That's a lot, that's a lot easier to lie about. So Beis Hillel is only mocked about that one Nakuda. Beis Shami says, no. Once Chachamim gave the allowance for a woman to remarry based on her testimony, we accept in all scenarios. But that's the Nakuda. So Beis Shami was like, what about a wheat field? What about a cornfield? That, 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 that never bothered Beis Hillel. It was the Medina la Medina or Ba'oise Medina. That, that's the Machlaikis. And Beis Hillel eventually changed their mind and they followed Beis Shami because they felt that the whole purpose of why Chazal gave power to the woman is because a lot of times she's the only one who knows. I'll, I'll tell you outside, and then we'll see it inside. Why is it that this story motivated the Rabbanon, right? A woman comes forward in the field and says, my husband died, and they said, really? They sent Shluchim, and they said, oh, it's true. They said, oh, we have to start believing women. Well, what happened? What's, I don't know, why was, what happened in that story that convinced them? So the Marik, one of the Rishonim, the Trubus Marik, he says, you know what happened? Chazal, huh? No, Chazal always thought that we don't have to believe the wife. Why? She's puzzled this. I, Agunas is a really bad thing. Chazal always felt people usually die around somebody. You know, there's usually someone around. But you know what this happened in the story? He died in a wheat field, surrounded by his farmer friends. And nobody noticed. Until the wife came, said, the Bezin went and found the body. And the Bezin realized... We can't just rely on other people. We got some. The wife is probably going to be the one who knows the most. So that, that, that was the motivating fact. But let's see it inside. Tanya, said According to you, that it's a stickler for exactly how the Maisha Shahaya. And by the way, once you realize that that's the motivation, then the Chazal would be lenient even in Bulgaria because the whole point is to be makel on the wife. Yeah, it's going to lead to problems sometimes, but, but overall. So the Beis Shammai said to Beis Hill, it's very according to you that your Amish sticklers for how the Maisa was, it has to be wheat. How do you know if it's a barley field? These are all different forms of harvest for different uh, fruits and vegetables. Meaning, how do you know fruit? How do you know grapes? How do you know olives? What do you have to say? Even you acknowledge the Maisa was by wheat, but it's all uh, all scenarios. So to the Maisa was where the husband and wife were from that Medina, and they testified in the Bezin of that Medina, but Huadin Bekulu. What does Basil respond? No, Baisa Medina. Why? When she's within that city and she knows everybody, she's afraid to lie. Like Menashe said. But Medina Medina, but from city to city. She doesn't know anybody. She doesn't care about lying. Beishamai, oh, why isn't Beishamai concerned? Beishamai says, even when you're going from outside, people travel. Meaning, it's not like she's coming from a city. You know, she comes from Eretz Yisrael. Uh, she's not from here. She's going to lie. Yeah, people come from Eretz Yisrael. And at some point, they're going to see her. At some point, she's going to see someone that she knows. And they're going to say, what are you talking about? So no one wants to lie, even from city to city. Now, what was the Maisa Shehaya? 
My Maisa Shahaya, Damar Avihu Damar Shmuel, Shilfi Katsir Chitin Hayu, it was the middle of the wheat harvest, Balcha Asar Bnei Adam Likser Chitim, and ten farmers were harvesting wheat, Noshku Nachash Lachamehen, and while these ten people are there, one of them was bitten by a snake, Umeis. So the wife came, comes to Bezdin. They find the body. And they decided. Okay. Now, just to get to the Mishnah. Whether the Gezerah, again, there was a Maisa Shahaya. And Beishamai is saying, it doesn't have to be exactly like the Maisa Shahaya. And Beishil is like, no, it's got to be exactly like the Maisa Shahaya. You know what this is very similar to? This is very similar to a machloikis between Rav ben Akavi and the Rabbanon. We've had this before. I'm trying to think where. Uh, Chagiga. Okay, we had in the end of Chagiga. Chazal made a rule. You are not allowed to uh, transport the ashes of the paraduma over water on a boat. Not allowed to do it. Now, why? What's the problem? Because there was one time where they were traveling over the Yardane in a boat... And after they got there, they found out that there was a dead body uh, buried basically under the floorboards, or a piece of a dead body under the floorboards. And it, it invalidated, it was metama, the, the, the ashes of the paradum, which are very, very valuable. So because of that, Chazal decided, you cannot transport it over water. Why into water? Because that was the Maisa Shahaya. Now here's the Shaila. The question is, is it exactly how it was? Let's say I swim it across. Let's say I jump across. Let's say I don't take a boat. I take a canoe. I take a kayak. It's a machloikas. And it's very similar to this machloikas. And that is when Chazal made Xera, do we go by like the essence of what they're doing or exactly how it was? Beishamai in this case is going with the essence. Beishil is exactly how it is. So it's a machloikas regarding the paraduma waters also. So the Gemara says, Neymar of Hanan ben Akav Rabbonah v'pluk the Beisham Beisil k'mifluk This machloikas of Hanan ben Akav in the Rabbonah as we'll quote in a second is the same machloikas Beisham Beisil. How so? The Tanya. Lo yisaw the mechatas ve'everchatas v'yavirim b'yardin b'svinam Chazal outlawed traveling for the mechatas and the e'everchatas on the yardin in a boat that was the actual Gzera. But, who is this? This is, um, this is the Rabbana, the Tanakama. He says, V'layamid b'tzad zeh, V'yizrik b'tzad tzad acher. Not only are you not allowed to travel on a boat, you're not allowed to throw it over the river. V'layishitim b'nei ma'im, you can't swim it across. V'yakivim le'agabe k'heim, v'layagabe chavera. And you can't ride across on a horse in the water. Even though those reasons would not apply to the actual Gzera, but that's, when Chazal asked it, they asked it in all scenarios. The only way you could walk, you could swim it across is if you're walking across. Sometimes it's a short water, you're not actually, your feet are on the ground the whole time. If your feet are on the ground, you're considered walking, not swimming. You're allowed to go on a, on a bridge, because the bridge is not technically uh, the water. And the issue applies both to the yard and other two rivers. No, it has to be the Jordan in a boat. Why? Shouldn't it apply to the Mediterranean? No, because the Maisa Shahaya Kachaya. That's how the Gzera was. So you see the Rukhanan ben Akavi is a stickler for the Maisa Shahaya, like Bezillo. The Rabbanon, who expanded to all rivers, follow Beishamai. That's what the Gemara wants to make him a So the Gemara says, no end with this. The Gemara says, Amilach Rabbanon. The Rabbanon respond, no. The Rabbanon and ben Akavi both say, the Gemara responds, no. These two machleksim are unrelated. The Rabbanon who expand the Gzeira 
with Paraduma say, we could work according to Beis Hillel, who's a stickler when it comes to uh, remarrying Agunas, because the Rabbanos say very simple. Beis Hillel, who, who says that it has to be within that Medina, is not because he's a stickler to the Maisa Shahoya. He has a rational thought. The rational explanation is that people will be afraid to lie when they're remarrying within that city, but from other cities, they're not, they're not afraid. It has nothing to do with being a stickler to Gezeris Chazal. Beis Hillel is cool with expanding it. In that case, it doesn't make sense to expand it. But in the case of the Toma and Tara, they would expand it. And Beis Shammai says... Uh, uh, and Rukhanan Merkabi responds, I were going to Bishamai. Bishamai says, No, the whole purpose is that we believe the wife because she's the one who was closest to the husband when he died. So it doesn't matter what city it is. But Hacha, Bishamai says, In general, we are sticklers. So both of them can get out of it. Now, my Maisa Shahoya, what was the story with the Tum and Tahara? There was one time a person was traveling with Efer Chatas and Mechatas on the Yardin in a boat. And after they departed the boat, they found under the floorboards a piece of a dead body. And it contaminated everything. And ever since then, they made it clear you're not allowed to travel with the Efer Chatas and Mechatas over a body of water. All right, we'll stop here. We'll pick it up tomorrow, Bezashan.